Make sure to give my dad a five-star review. Get, make sure to like and subscribe to his YouTube. And thank you for listening and enjoy the show. show. <laughs> host of Faithful Politics Podcast. Um, this is our very first political podcast breakout session. Um, and depending on your level of news consumption, you might have missed an extremely important but not widely covered news story about the firing of a U.S. attorney, Jeffrey Berman, that happened in the Southern District of New York. But before we get into that, let me let me just give you a little bit of a quick education because it might help with the general consumption of the whole Berman story. Consider this a spoonful of sugar before the law talk goes down, if you will. So without getting into the composition of the entire judicial system, of which it's extremely complex, I'll just explain the role of a U.S. attorney. So first off, there's 93 of them that represent 94 judicial districts. And I know what you're thinking, the, the math doesn't really quite add up, but there's one district in each state, uh, the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico included, but also the territories of the United States, like the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the Northern Mariana Islands. While most states have only one U.S. attorney, um, many other states have caseloads that are large enough um, to, to have more than just one judicial district of which the U.S. attorney oversees. And hence, more U.S. attorneys um, will be found in states such as New York, which has um, four U.S. attorneys. Uh, they have one in the north, south, east, and western districts. Now, the U.S. attorneys are nominated by the president and confirmed by the Senate, but have a four-year term ostensibly to coincide with the tenure of the presidency. So approximately two months after Trump took office in 2017, he ordered his attorney general and newest member of the resistance, Jeff Sessions, to ask for the resignation of 46 of the 93 U.S. attorneys that were appointed by President Obama. And while it's not unusual for an incoming administration to replace U.S. attorneys, there has usually been a slow cadence to 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 dismiss them in large quantities. So, for instance, the George Bush administration eased U.S. attorneys out gradually while officials sought replacement, um, and so did, so did Obama's Justice Department. But President Bill Clinton still has, has the record, in my lifetime at least, of ordering the most comprehensive and complete cleansing of the U.S. attorney's office when he ordered his then Attorney General Will Ferrell look-alike Janet Reno to fire all 93 U.S. Attorney Generals, one of whom was Jeff Sessions. Go figure. Anyhow, this brings us to the current day, sort of. Remember when I said Trump asked for the resignation of 46 U.S. Attorney Generals? Well, one of them was Preparara. You might have seen him on CNN, and he has a podcast 
the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York is where he had called home for several years. When the Trump administration asked for his resignation, he declined and was subsequently fired by the president. It's like, you can fire me because I won't quit. Um, it's kind of like the opposite of you can't fire me because I quit. Anyways, that's a dumb joke. Um, well, when a president fires a U.S. attorney general or or um, I should say when a president fires a, U- a U.S. attorney or they resign, there's usually a, a quickness um, that occurs with, with the appointments to replace them. Um, because the U.S. attorneys are charged with federal prosecutorial duties and are the chief litigator in the state, um, it's, it's one of the reasons why they're replaced so quickly is because they have a whole lot of stuff to do. Um, and, and this particular situation, it wasn't really what, what happened. Um, um, so nearly 10 months after pre Barraro's file was fired by the Trump administration, trading his career as the U S attorney for the Southern district for Twitter polemics and a podcast, Trump's attorney general named his replacement, Jeffrey Berman. Now Berman he actually held a position on Trump's transition team. Um, and according to quote, this is an Apple CNN, the president had personally interviewed him for the U S attorney post. Um, he's also contributed, um, close to $8,000 to, uh, Trump's campaign. And at the time of his appointment was considered, you know, just another, Trump, um, you know, loyalists or lackey, um, especially in the eyes of the liberal leaning media sources that, that are out there. But unlike the normal Senate confirmation process, Berman was never confirmed. Um, so in a rarely used process, the judges of the federal district court in Manhattan, um, exercising a seldom used power voted unanimously on appointing Jeffrey Berman as the United States attorney for the SDNY, the Southern District of New York. Now, last Saturday, Trump's newest attorney general and John Goodman lookalike Bill Barr issued a statement saying that Berman was stepping down from his post at SDNY and that he would be replaced by Jay Clayton, um, who is currently the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission. Now, Clayton, who has no federal prosecutorial experience but was a longtime corporate lawyer with deep connections to Wall Street, seemed like a perfect fit. Insert sarcasm here. Oh, wait, wait, I don't think I was supposed to read that part. Oh, well, we'll leave it in. The problem with all of this is Berman released his own statement saying he was not consulted and will not be resigning. Shortly thereafter, Barr issued another statement saying that because you have declared that you have no intention of resigning, I have asked the president to remove you as of today, and he has done so, end quote. Now, the problem with that is President Trump told reporters before leaving for Tulsa that he was not involved um, in Berman's firing and that the decision was was up to Barr. So that's pretty complex. So if, if you didn't get all that and all the little pieces, I'll, I'll try to s- sum it up here. The bar says Berman quit. Berman said he didn't. Barr said, yeah, he did. But to be sure, I'm asking the president to fire you. Trump said, no, I didn't say that. Barr says, fine. Then I'll just appoint your deputy until the Senate confirms the actual replacement. Got it? 
Okay. Now, personally, I don't think that'll ever happen. Um, we're five months away from the election, and it seems like it would be an exercise in futility because of the election. Although if Trump wins re-election, they'll probably hate the fact they waited. Now, why is why is all this important? Well, the SDNY that Berman used to oversee handles a lot of high-profile cases. And just to kind of name a few notable ones that are both past and current, um, they're overseeing uh, Rudy Giuliani, um, Trump's lawyer, as you know, is being investigated over his business dealings in Ukraine and whether he failed to register as a foreign agent. Um, and just to recap, the SDNY charged two of Giuliani's associates, Lev Parnas, like that guy that's in like in all the pictures, and Igor Fruman, who helped him with matters in Ukraine with campaign finance violations. Um, another one, it was reported last year that the Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office was was amongst several federal entities investigating uh, Deutsche Bank, which has long-running business ties to the Trump family and the Trump organization. Berman's office also successfully prosecuted Michael Cohen, that guy, remember? Trump's longtime lawyer who who implicated individual number one um, in several crimes, including campaign finance violations and tax fraud. Um, the Manhattan's attorney's office subpoenaed Trump's inaugural committee as part of an investigation into potential criminal conduct, including accepting illegal foreign contributions at inaugural events. Um, they also were instrumental in charging the uh, Republican representative, Chris Collins, um, staunch Trump supporter uh, with insider trading in about 2018. Um, Collins no longer is in Congress. Um, they prosecuted the Turkish state-owned bank, um, Hawk Bank, um, in, in Turkey. Turkey spent millions of dollars lobbying the White House, Congress, and the State Department to ask the Justice Department not to investigate the bank. Um, and what's what's ironic is uh, in John Bolton's recent book, he actually mentions um, that that basically President Erdogan, um, you know, lobbied for Trump to intervene in in this investigation, of which Trump says, you know, don't worry, I got you. Um, so that's an interesting point. Um, and, uh, according to CNN, um, they reported in February that Barr personally spearheaded an effort last year to, to shield, um, the, the, the Turkey bank from prosecution and, and negotiate a settlement with the bank that would have allowed it to avoid being indicted. So the, uh, SDNY ultimately charged them in federal court for its uh, alleged participation in the multi-billion dollar Iranian effort to sidestep sanctions. So that's, that's just a short list of the stuff that um, the SDNY is doing or has been doing. Um, and, and it's, and I, and I think it's, I think it's important to at least be aware of that um, because all of this wouldn't really be that strange if it weren't for a couple of things you know, the, the inconsistent messaging from both Barr and Berman, um, President Trump's very real possibility of having criminal charges um, lobbied against him when he leaves office. Um, and the fact that A.G. Barr praised Berman with his original letter where he said, you know, with this is a quote, with tenacity and savvy, Jeff, talking about Jeffrey Berman, has done an excellent job leading one of our nation's most significant U.S. attorney's offices, achieving many successes on consequential civil and criminal matters. Um, so it, he's almost kind of singing 
you know, the, uh, the U.S. attorney's praise. Um, but all of this kind of spiraled out of control and, and I don't know, it's just a mess. So, um, I don't really know where this is going to lead. Um, but there was just a lot of, um, action happening sort of in the uh, justice department, um, over the weekend. And I wanted to kind of just get these thoughts out there and give you guys something to, uh, think about. So hope you enjoy this little quick breakout session. Um, if so, great, like it, subscribe, you know, do all that kind of stuff. And, um, maybe we'll do more. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.